What's going on, ladies and gents around the world? You are now listening to the Throwing Partners podcast. Uh, we are world famous in our heads, but around the world, we're not worldly wide known yet. But I'm here with my throwing partner, Brian. How are you doing today? Prestige worldwide. I'm doing fantastic here in my closet on a Monday night. On a Monday night, isn't that a little weird for us? On a Monday night, yeah, our schedules are weird, so we record whenever we're free. And if you're watching this on <laughs> YouTube, I just want to let you know that if I'm not looking at my camera down here, it's because I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at Brian technically up here. So I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you, and I'm looking back at you, and I'm looking at you again. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, I haven't posted on YouTube, so oh my god, I'm gonna put the videos on YouTube. All right. Well, you guys, you guys are about to get a daily double dose of uh, videos then on YouTube if you watch oh, yeah. it on YouTube. But uh, quick thing, uh, really quick before we start everything here, uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and congratulations to our picks. We actually got them right. We got them right. It was close. It was an nail biter, but our our picks came through. Um, the refs came through. <laughs> the refs uh, did come through. The refs did, come and we through. called it. The refs came through. Um, I just want to touch on that a little bit about the Super Bowl. Was anyone counting the Chiefs as the underdog all season? I, that's just weird to me. I mean, like, it, no one like, thought we'd be here, and I'm like, oh, oh, everyone thought you'd be there. I mean, honestly, before the season started, looking at roster wise, I thought. You know, the Chargers had the way better roster in that. You picked them division. to go. I picked them to go, and they were Jag said, Nope, you're gone. I think the Chargers said, Nope, we're gone. <laughs> True. They just give up every yeah. time they make playoffs. So I picked the Bills. Yeah. So, but they, I mean, we're, we're two people in the entire, you know, country who watch football. And honestly, I think not 85% of the country picked the Chiefs probably. So yeah. I don't know. It just I, seems I mean, like kind of weird. It is, but, um, you know, they did what they had to do and they got it done. So good for them. Um, We won't talk anything about NFL because NFL is done. We've uh, thrown that paper ball into the trash until next year. Yep. See you later. Um, So I want to touch on something that we usually don't touch on, which I shouldn't be using that term. That just doesn't sound right. But um. Let's talk about something we don't usually talk about. Let's let's do that way. Um, the PGA Tour, golf in general, ladies and men's golf. Um, recently, the um, Honda, or sorry, the Honda Classic is coming up for the men's and the women's. The women's Honda Classic is going to be in Thailand, which, by the way, I actually played on that golf course, which was crazy. Um, it's in uh, Pattaya, Thailand. Beautiful golf course. Um and then the men's one is in Palm Beach uh, Gardens in Florida. That's this coming Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. Now, the one that previously just happened was the Genesis Invitational in Pacific Palisades, California, where a certain someone, a certain Spaniard named John Ram, who's been tearing the tour up already this year, um, won it shooting 17 under par yeah. at the Genesis. He won three point six uh, million dollars of the purse of the purse that was available for that was twenty point zero million, which is pretty high purse. 
but he got the 3.6 million for being number one. He also ranks number one worldwide in the men's golfing world right now. He also leads uh, the FedEx Cup standings, I do believe, with 2,000 or so more points. He also has the most wins in the PGA Tour this year with three wins. And he also has the most money earned this year with $9.8 million. Yeah. What do you think? 28 years old. 28 years old. Um, he's he's been well known for a couple of years now, though. It's not like he's like brand new or anything. Oh, like yeah, for sure. Um, here's what I'm going to ask you. I know we both don't follow golf religiously. Correct. Um, but let's say this. Out of all the names that come to your head for this Honda Classic coming up for the men's side. Okay. Who do you think is in the top five? If you had to put a player's name that just to make the top five at finishing that that tournament who who's who's in it gosh that's so tough and you can't use John Ram I won't use John Ram I mean you can't use you can't use John Ram if I look at a list of you know power rankings through this like you could say Tyson Alexander is a guy okay um Ryan armor. But I mean, this is power rankings. This is we're gonna sound really ignorant while we're talking about golf right now. Yeah, we're both novice players, and there we is, don't talk there about is, that often. <laughs> there is a name that is very well known that I think is actually going to win this tournament coming up. Jordan at, at Honda Club. No, not Jordan Speed. Justin Thomas. No, I'm going with Rory McIlroy. Oh, okay. Um, I think he. Everybody forgets like how consistent he is. If you even if you don't follow golf, you can look at just like stats for the year. He's finishing in the top ten every single year. Right now, he's number three in the world. Um, I think also in the FedEx Cup uh, standings. I think he. I don't think he has won. Maybe he has won one tournament this year. If not, he's going to win a second one or his first one this upcoming weekend. I. I. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, in the last. Gosh, I'm looking at this right now and. You know, in the last um, the Riviera Cup, mm-hmm. uh, the golf course, he was yeah. tied for 29th. He was not terrible. Under. Not you terrible. Got, you got to think there's like what? Probably close to like at least 150 guys playing in one tournament. Yeah, around there, I think. And then most to, of them, you know, in the tournament after two days or whatever, they'll drop. Um, so it's four days of golf and they get cut. Yeah. Um, so they'll do the first two days and they'll get cut. And then the last two days are, you know, the top 50. Exactly. And like, if you can even make break the top 50, I think that's a good day. Um, you get some sort of pay out of that too, out of the purse money. So yeah. Um, flipping over from the men's to the ladies, like I said, the ladies is the Honda classic as well in Thailand and Patia, Thailand. Um, their purse for this one is $1.7 million coming up. Um, I just want to say, if you haven't watched ladies golf, like ladies PGA tour or anything like that, you're missing out because there's a lot of talented uh, women out there that play this sport. And I honestly can say they could probably outplay half the guys in the men's PGA tour. Yeah. I kind of want to see them both go into one. I think, you know, like, that'd be so cool to have like, you know how like every sport or not every sport, but a lot of team or a lot of sports have like an all-star weekend. Yeah. Right. What if you did doubles where it's a male and a female on the on the double, 
and Ooh, you're paired cool. up and you're paired up with your ranking partner. I like that. I like that. Wouldn't a lot. that be cool? I think that would get a lot of viewers for golf because golf, I think, mean, I think it's on the rise. Yeah. Um, it's definitely lower end. I mean, it's an individual sport type of thing. It's but it, it generates so much money, though. It generates so much money. If you can look at, I mean, locally, I mean, there's a bunch of golf courses out here in Southern California. But if you look like deeper, like Southwest into Arizona, like that's huge. And then we have the Waste Management Tournament, which is always crazy. Always, yeah. always. Packed. When they have the whole, uh, I forget what they call it, where it's like just staircase. It looks like Harry Potter. Yeah. And like, like, uh, like playing Quidditch match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what it looks like when they're shooting. I think it's like what the 18th and 17th hole, something like that. Yeah. It's like, a, so like um, last year, for instance, um, for the women's um, in 2022, um, for this uh, Honda Classic, I'm going to like butcher the name. Um, okay. It's all right. Nana Quartz Madsen was uh, minus 26. And she minus won. 26. Oh my yeah. God. Like that, I, I've never heard of that in golf, but I mean, that's what I'm saying is like these these women can definitely compete at the men's level. Yes. And I think it would be awesome to see like an all star. Just you just take the top 50 of them. Yeah. And match them up like, hey, this guy is 45. This girl's 45. Then they go together in a double. I agree. That'd be cool. I think I think a lot of um, viewers will come of that. And I think that'll be great for the game of golf. And like you an just play weekend type of thing. You just play best ball, best ball. Yeah, scramble. I think, I and then it's like scramble, you know, I think. and you know, would be really cool too is um, like whatever purse it is, um, I think what it should be is like whoever wins it, you know, the top three get get to split half of the purse, but the rest goes to charity. Okay, I think we need to pitch this. I think we do, and I think uh, we need to lawyer up. So okay. we are recording this. It is. It is. I already put. Um, I already put a big. <laughs> I put a lowercase c with a circle around it already. Copyright. Okay. Trademark. Yeah, yeah. Copyright. I, TM. Yep. We have the recording right now. Um, we will send it into our lawyers, and um, so if the PGA Tour wants to steal this, um, it's we on, have it's witnesses too. I don't know if you've noticed this, but your closet with all the clothes, those are witnesses. Clothes don't live, but okay. They they started somewhere. I started guess. Somewhere. <laughs> the sheep. But that is with golf for us. Um, we don't usually talk about golf, so no. you guys have uh, popped in on a unusual podcast this time. Yeah. So uh, it's strange. We don't we don't play golf that often. Um, it's fun. Maybe though. once a year, it's fun. Uh, it brings out the best and the worst in us. Um, yep. I think, but um, it's fun. And I I think before we were talking before we started recording. I was talking about this documentary, or not documentary, but like reality TV show on Netflix called Full Swing. And mm -hmm. if you haven't already, check it out. It's actually pretty interesting um, about the PGA Tour life. So I need I need to watch it because you're yeah. hyping it up a lot. So yeah, I got to watch it's, it. It's very interesting. I got to watch it. Well, let's do. Let's go to a sport where a lot of these players in their off time like to play golf. And these players are called baseball players. Because what it means is spring training has now started in the MLB. And who is pumped? We are pumped. We are. Pitchers and catchers reported. Position players are there. We're set. Games start next week. And then we roll right into the World Baseball Classic. I'm excited. I can't wait for baseball season to start. 
it's it's gonna be a great year. It always is a great year, except for the one that had the lockout. That one sucked, but last year <laughs> and the COVID year sucked too. Yeah, COVID year sucked, sucked, but the COVID year also had that like that like you know you miss it so much, and like when it came back finally, like you're like okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, let's start off with what we've been doing in each podcast. So now we're on to the NL West. Yep. We have finished the American League. We're now in the National League. Universal DH started last year, so it's still going on and everything Forever. like that. Um, so we're going to name Comeback Player of the Year. Then we're going to go MVP, and this okay. is for each team. Um, so I'm going to go to you first. Okay. And I'm going to name the team. You give me whatever you got. Okay. Dodgers. Dodgers. Ooh, this is so tough because they lost a lot of guys, mm-hmm. but they – for some reason, if they win 100 plus games with the roster they have now, I'm gonna be very They're not. upset. They're not gonna um, do that. Man, this is tough. I think MVP. It's this is really hard. I'm gonna go Freddie. Freddie had a great year last year. It was kind of under the radar a little bit. Yeah, Freddie Freeman, um, Mr. Consistent. Yeah, is my MVP. Um, last year his homers were down a little bit. He hit 21. But he hit three twenty five exactly like every game. He and... was batting leadoff for some of the games. Yeah, and he drove in a hundred. Like that, he's the MVP for sure. Yeah, I, I just to let you know before you come to me with Dodgers and stuff, I already had him as MVP too. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, who's your comeback player of the year? I think I can guess it. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Do we share the same name? No. Oh, okay. All right, who is it then? Um, I mine's gonna be Clayton Kershaw. He had a good year last year. He had a good year, but it ended early, as always. And I think it, they keep coming back and giving him a lot of money with these one-year deals. And I think the money he is getting from the team each year, it's like, all right, we're gonna give you this twenty mil for the season. Don't hurt your back. Don't do this. Like he's already out of the WBC. I think it's more so he's got to prove like that he's still worth the money, even though he's 33 years old. He's not a Justin Verlander. He's not. No. And that that's the hard thing is like Kershaw has accomplished so much in like a short amount of time. And he's always going to be like, when you think Clint Kershaw, it's, this guy's good. Like he's, yeah, he's Mr. Consistent, he, but he's, he's, he's constantly hurt. And I think it's coming back and like showing that he is worth the money because I know some, I know some Dodger fans who are like, I'm really tired of him, you know, doing these one-year deals and then get him mm-hmm. paying that much and only, you know, throwing 22 games of the year and then being shut down for September, August and September, and then maybe coming back for the playoffs. Who knows? It it definitely could go somewhere else. That money can go somewhere else. Yeah. Um. So Clayton Kershaw, comeback player of the year. I I went with Chris Taylor. Um, right. he was hurt majority of the season. It was either between him or Max Muncy. Um, both of them. Just, oh, yeah. Max well, Max Muncy. Max Muncy. I don't. He had a very good end of the year, like back to what he was doing. But I think Chris Taylor is going to have the better comeback year. Yeah, I agree. He did get paid um, the year before. I mean, mm-hmm. the offseason, he had a great postseason. Um, get that walk off homer against the Cardinals in the wild card game. He's going to get paid, and he did. Dodgers brought him back, but last year, you know, he only played 118 games. Yeah. And uh, I agree. I think um, he's got to show it. You know, he's very versatile. 
but um, it's the matter of where he plays and if he stays healthy in that spot all year. I, I really hope they just keep him in the outfield. I really do. Yeah. I think uh, I think the infield's pretty locked up, and if they can just keep him in, like, left or right field, I think he'd be fine. I agree. Um. All right, so Dodgers done. Arizona, go. MVP, this is tough because they have a bunch of, like, new faces on this team. Mm-hmm. They're very young. They're very exciting and I think are going to be, like, you know, the underdog team and maybe sneak into a wild card. Um, MVP, I'm going pitcher, uh, Zach Gallen. Um, okay. I think he's my All pick right. for Cy Young this year. Um, I'm not going to go offensive player, but I saw Zach Gallen pitch twice last year in person, uh, and – he shut those offenses down and he made it look so easy. I want to, I want to know what it is about Arizona. Cause Robbie Ray did the same thing in Arizona. They have like this, uh, humidor thing that like deadens the balls, like in the stadium. So like it used to be like a launching pad at chase field, but now mm-hmm. it's, it's died down a little bit, but um, huh. that's one reason, but I saw him pitch, you know, out of the, out of chase field in one of those games and no one was touching him. Yeah. I mean, he he was the front runner for the Cy Young for a good three quarters of the season until that last yeah. quarter. Just he kind of just eh, wasn't there. So yeah. hopefully he can just you know go through the whole season. That's a good pick. Uh, who's your comeback player? Comeback's tough too. Um, I I want to say Cattell Marte. Like he, yeah. I was I was I was on the fence of picking him or not, but I didn't. But he we all know what he can do. Yes. Like the 12 homers he hit last year when he has hit as many as 32 homers in a season. Um, it's just strange to me. He his average was pretty low. It dropped. He also missed some time too. I mean, he played 137 games, so he, you know, missed 22 games or whatever, but still it's it's he with that paycheck and what they gave him, like I feel like and they didn't trade him. Which they could have got so much for him. I think that they kept him, and I think for how like, much they kept him, I think it's really cheap. It is. It's a. It's a great contract for the Diamondbacks, um, and for him. But um, I just think if you're gonna have that like paycheck, you gotta like show those numbers, and it was low last year. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, I'm gonna flip flop the Cattell Marte for comeback player. I actually have him as MVP. Okay. I think he. I think That's he's different. gonna. I think he's gonna hit 25 plus homers. With like a yeah. 270 average, somewhere around there. I think he generates around 85 to 95 RBIs. Okay. That's with with that lineup, like if you if the listeners, you haven't gotten a chance to like I actually wear my diamondbacks hat today. If you haven't had a chance to like see this team or like those young guys coming up, they're good. It, they're gonna be good. Yeah. Like Corbin Carroll, that is one of the fastest players I've ever seen. Alec Thomas is good too. Yeah. And they um, and they traded one of their best setters. Last season in Dalton Varsho and got a great catching prospect. Yeah. So <laughs> it's nuts, but I think I think they're going to be really fun. I think I think both teams won that trade with the Dalton Varsho to Toronto with Gabriel Moreno coming to Arizona. Uh, Arizona really needed a catcher, and Dalton Varsho. Um, they had a plethora of outfielders already, and I don't yeah. think they really needed Dalton Varsho too much, even though he was a big production. But they still have you know, um, they got Cattell Marte, they got. All McCarthy. these young guys, yeah. they got McCarthy, they got, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of his name, plays for Christian Walker. 
Oh, Chris he Walker. can hit, hit 35 homers and no one will talk about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I don't I don't they're, they're going to be fun to watch. Uh for the comeback player. Who's your comeback? I got Nick Ahmed. Yeah, that's a good call. He's He didn't been, play he's at very hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know he's a gold glover. He's gotten a gold glove before. Um I think Nick Ahmed could definitely be a veteran presence that um a lot of the young guys can rally around. It was between him, Cattell Marte, and I was also leaning towards Josh Rojas yeah, a little bit. Um, but I think Nick Ahmed is the one that really needs to prove what he is. He's 32 now. Um, I think this is his final year of his contract. He did sign a two-year deal two years ago, so this is the last year of his contract. So I think if he can get to at least gold glove standards, because we know he can't hit like phenomenally. Yeah, he's not a great hitter. But the thing is, is he's saving runs with his glove. Yeah. And if if you can have that and you know what you're getting out of that guy, then I definitely can put him up for a comeback player of the year. Yeah, that's a good pick, too. I'm looking forward to possibly having a full, I mean, 130 games with Nick Ahmed for that. Yeah, it'd be, he's a good player. He's a really yeah. good player. Um, Let's bounce to the Los Fathers, the Padres. The Fathers. Ooh. MVP, I'm... I'm going to go Manny, Manny Machado. He mm-hmm. is the leader of that team. Um, he had a great year last year. I think he finished second in MVP voting. Um, hopefully he stays. I know there's this week he said he's opting out because they haven't come to an agreement on an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told Padre fans this. I think he's the next statue guy if he finishes his career there, like especially if he brings a ring to that Oh, city. gosh, yeah. He he's is. got a statue. Um, so he's my MVP. Um and then comeback player, I'm gonna go Fernando. He's oh no, <laughs> he's got to. I think he's gonna have a good season. He's just he's got to come back. I mean, he's already started like admitting that he's been in the fault for a lot of his accidents and his antics and this he's done whole, it better like, than steroid Houston. thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like he he's got a lot to prove, and I think if he just shuts his mouth and plays baseball, like. He'll have a good season, and he'll be the difference maker on that team. I agree with Manny Machado for MVP. Um, I think he's been snubbed the last two years of it, even though the players that did get the MVP awards are well-deserved as well, too. Yeah. I think um, I know where you're going, though. So I got Manny Machado. No, I have Manny Machado as MVP. Oh, I know for comeback player, I think I know where you're going. Where, where am I going? I think you're going to a center fielder. No, not oh, Trent Grisham. Not Trent okay. Grisham. Okay, I'm I'm wrong then. Do you want to try again? I don't is think you're pit- even going to think of this player. Is it a pitcher? No. It's a position player. No. Clue. Do you want a hint? Do you no. want a hint? No, just no. do it. Just do it. The old man Nelson Cruz. Oh, shoot. I forgot they picked him I, up. I think now with him splitting time as DH, not playing full-time DH, and just hitting against lefties, I think he puts up almost – I, I, I want to say – this is going to be crazy of me to say it. I think he, he can put up 30 home runs. 43-year-old Nelson Cruz. I think he can do it. If he's only facing lefties – I think he hit 30 home runs. He he is hitting to the Western Metal Supply building, which is shortened. Yeah. He can, he can. definitely do it. I think he it. can do it. Got to face a lot of lefties, though. 
But the thing is, he's he's got there's a lot of lefties in the National League West. You've got yeah. Clayton Kershaw. You've got, you got um, Julio Urias. Julio Urias, and that's just with the Dodgers alone. Then you got if you go to the if you go to Arizona, isn't Merrill Kelly a lefty? I think he's a righty, but you got he's a righty. Up. He's a lefty. Mad, Mad Bum's Bum a lefty. Throws nothing. Alex Wood, <laughs> lefty for the Giants. Yeah, shoot, you're right. There's a lot of lefties in that division. Shamanaya. Yeah. Shamanaya. Oh yeah, he's staying there. I forgot. Or no, he's he's no, he's he left to San Francisco. Yeah. Oh no, that's right. So, he did go to San Francisco. San so. He's there's mm-hmm. a lot of lefties there. Just yeah. saying. Uh, that's my comeback player of the year. Now, it's a good pick. I just hope it lives up. I, yeah. I think I think <laughs> with, with with Fernando is like a guarantee. You can definitely yeah. get it. I think you can definitely get that. Um, and I think we're on to the last two teams here. Yeah. Uh, let's go Giants. Giants MVP. Man, this is hard too because they, they lost so many. I have a ton of guys, but. I love me some B-Craw, but I don't think I he's going to do it. Think MVP. It's weird. He, I think when he got he left the Mets last year and went to the mm-hmm. Giants, he had a better season. I'm going to go say JD Davis. Oh, yeah. he's from MVP? the area. He grew up rooting for that team. He's near his home. Like he has a full season in the Bay. I think he does it. Okay, and then comeback player. Comeback. Oof, this is hard too. Um, they're they're lucky they got Jock Peterson back too. Yeah, this is. I want to see what Joey Bart's got. Uh, I don't think he he's not that guy. I I think like he if he gets comeback it. player, great. I think that's a good pick yeah. for that. Um, what would you say if he had? Would you say he's the real catcher for the Giants if he posted, let's say, two forty, with. 15 homers, 65 RBIs. Yeah, that's that's a great line for a catcher. Okay. If he does that, but he's no he's not a Buster Posey. He no, he's, never be. he's got big shoes to fill, and I think that might be a little bit on why he has not lived up to that top prospect. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that future, that presentation of, oh, hey, you're replacing Buster Posey. Like, you better live up to it. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of pressure to put on a young guy. Like, I think that could be a lot to it, but you just got to know he's Joey Bart and he's not Buster Posey. What do you mean? I hear Joey Bart and then I immediately think Buster Posey. Yeah. <laughs> Joey B- Bar- Buster. Bu- Buster. 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 <laughs> Those are good picks. I like them. Yeah. Uh, MVP, I'm going with Logan Webb. I like Logan Webb. I like Logan. Did you know? Okay, fun fact for you. I mean, it's not really fun for him, but did you know he got suspended for PEDs in the minors? Yes, I did. I found that out. <laughs> for like 60 games or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, No one talks about it. Nobody talks about it, but, you know, he, now he's being a phenom there. I think he's going to be the – he's definitely the ace with Carlos Rodon gone. So, yeah, um, I agree. Comeback player, I got Mikey Zdremski. Yeah. I, that he was my other choice it. too. He needs it. Um, I think he's got like one one more year of arbitration, something like that. One more year, or he's a free agent. I'm not too sure. Um, um his career, check. his career to me is pretty pretty cool still. Like how he just yeah. came up so late, and then you know his grandpa's one of the legends of baseball. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my other pick for a comeback was Michael Conforto. Yeah, he hasn't played baseball in what like two years. I think his last year was 2020. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't remember. He's got, it's been that long. We'll see what he can do. I mean, yeah. another big one would be Mitch Hanniger. 
Um, I I think he's going to be fine, though. Um, Last but not least, the team that nobody knows what's going on, uh, Colorado Rockies. What a strange team. What a what a weird team. Um, MVP, I'm going CJ Crown. Yeah. Who could potentially be traded at the deadline. Yep. Um, I loved it in Anaheim, but a certain Albert Pujols was uh, taking that spot from him. So he's bounced around a few teams, but he's found a great home in Colorado. I think mm-hmm. he's their MVP, no matter if he stays the full season or he plays half the year there. He is their MVP. Got it. Comeback player? Chris Bryant. That's Gosh, what I picked, it. too. <laughs> I like Chris Bryant. I want him to succeed. He got money. It was weird that he chose to go to Colorado, but he's got to live up to that contract, and he's he's got to he's got to play. It's got to be healthy. Yeah, that that's such a weird contract. That's a, that's that's yeah. a weird that's that's a weird. It's like a Robinson Cano going to Seattle kind of thing. Yeah, not that same money though. But not the it's same just money. A weird. I don't. I don't know. know why he went there. I don't know why he. Went there. Like, if he was looking to win, that's not the place. That's to not go. the place to go. That's like me being like, "Well, Pittsburgh in about eight years will be good." Colorado. Ain't yeah. Good. I mean. I mean, their single-A team went to the California League Championship last year, so their future is bright, but that's single-A. <laughs> Who knows? Who For knows? MVP, I got Charlie Blackman. It's his last really? year there. You think last year there. Out and... If you look at his numbers from last year, they're still not terrible. You love Charlie Blackman, and you're right. He didn't do bad. No. Like, 260, 16 homers. He's how old is he? He's like 36. He's 36. He played in 135, 135 games. Like he's yeah. good. Like I think you just, you love Charlie Blackman. I think, Char- I think, well, I mean, if you ever listen to like the conversation, like whenever he's mic'd up or anything like that, yeah. he just sounds like a fun guy to be around. Yeah. Like he says, and tell me that he's not living his best life being in Colorado. He says before every home game, he goes to the Rockies and fishes every morning. Yeah. You love the mountain men. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't love the mountain men. I like the look. I like the look. <laughs> I like the look. <laughs> Having bathed in three weeks, look. Except for the mullets, the those are weird. I don't those like those. Weird. Who's your comment? Uh, Chris Bryant. It was Chris, Chris Bryant. Bryant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So we're gonna play a little game here. All right. All right. About eight minutes. All right. So really quick, this is called. Hey, I just bought this for a bargain. Or I went down to the pool alley. Bargain buying. And uh, I got hustled. Okay. Hustled here. And this is the NL West uh, edition. You went to the San Diego swap meet at the. the, uh, Yeah, that Kobe swap meet. That Kobe swap meet. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go with Arizona. I'm going to give you a player, give you the contract, give you a little feedback. And then you tell me either hustled or it's a bargain. Okay. Arizona. Picking up Miguel Castro from the Yankees, who just pitched only 29 innings, had a 4.03 ERA. They got him for three and a half million dollars this year, with a team option for next year. Bargain or hustled? Bargain. Bargain. Okay. Colorado was like, "Hey, Pierce Johnson from the Padres, 14 innings pitch, 5.02 ERA, five million dollars." Those are his stats from last year? No way. $5 million is how much Colorado bought him this year. His ERA last year was yeah. 502. Innings pitch with the Padres, 14.1 innings. Oh, my goodness. That's a hustle. That's a hustle. I don't know what his agent did, but it worked. 
He must have um, been hurt last year. I'm going to give you two for these next one uh, for this next team. It's the Dodgers. Uh, Noah Syndergaard got the one year 13 mil, and they got JD Martinez the one year 10 mil. Thor, definitely a bargain. Um, Angels spent 20 mil on him last year. Yeah. So knowing they're getting him for 13, and the Dodgers had that juice where they can turn Andrew Heaney into an all star type caliber pitcher. Yeah. Um, we're going to see old Thor for sure. Um, that's a bargain. JD, honestly, that's a bargain too. Yeah. He, everybody bat. forgets JD Martinez was an all star last year. Yeah. <laughs> but he had a terrible second half. Terrible second half. Um, he also got hurt too. So, uh, one of the biggest contracts, Padres, Xander, Bogarts, 11 years, $280 million guaranteed, no trade clause, bargain or hustle. Bargain, because I think if Manny leaves, Xander moves over to third, Fernando goes back to short, all is well. They can give Juan Soto a huge deal. It's a good thing they didn't trade Hassan Kim. Correct. Because he can definitely be the cheaper buying option if Manny doesn't come back. Yeah, which, I mean, with that, with what we just said, though, Manny might not come back. He may not come back. We don't know. New Last but not least, Giants talked about him earlier. Mitch Hanniger, two years, $28 million with a 20, 2025 uh, player option. Um, Let me just give you a little thing. I, I like Mitch Hanniger as he's a former Seattle player. He broke yep. out with us. He was great with us. Um, Last year, of course, riddled with injuries again. Um, A lot of it is not his fault, really. Um, Like the one time where the ball hit him in the the man yeah. area and ruptured yeah. that area and stuff like Most that. Most injuries so, aren't someone's fault unless you're no. Fernando Tatis Jr. But True. Um, but his batting average, this is like a small sample. He only played 57 games last year. Yeah. Um, this is all in Seattle, by the way. This is a uh pitcher friendly ballpark. Uh batting average 246, 11 homers, 34 RBIs, and 57 games. Bargain or hustled? Bargain. Bargain. I think Giant, so too. Giants need it. Also, like I made this joke. It was like because he signed right after the whole like Aaron Judge like thing. Yeah. So it was like, oh, Giants want Aaron Judge, and then the Giants were like, we have Aaron Judge at home, and then Aaron Judge at home was Mitch Haniger. <laughs> like, if oh, Aaron, you want Aaron Judge? If, but how about Mitch Haniger? If He's Aaron Judge, area. if Aaron Judge and Mitch Haniger hit the same amount of home runs with Mitch Haniger playing in Oracle Park. That'd be that says something. That yeah. says something. Yeah. Um, with that, folks, we are at the end of our podcast here. We're ending it with baseball, which means baseball has begun. Um, I just want to say before passing it over to my throwing partner that we all appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we hope that you guys are having a good uh, week whenever you're listening to this. And that you guys keep tuning in and share it with your friends, family, get everybody listening to this. Yep. Uh like us on Instagram or follow us on Instagram. Uh like us on Facebook. Um, YouTube will be updated. I promise I will get to that. Um, we're not on Twitter really. I don't really want to go on, on that rabbit hole. Um and Instagram's tough too, just because we have to put up a lot of content. But follow us on that. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we always sign off with everybody love everybody. So you guys E-L-E. have a good week and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye guys. Mm-hmm.